It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. We are here. We got an empty chair two days in a row to start the Where's show. Where's Mike Polk? I don't um, know. He left the country is what I'm hearing. He's in traffic on Highway 90. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's looking good today. Hey, man. Yeah. I knew Mike was thin, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. Busy show today. Very yeah. busy show today. Um, obviously, the Miles Garrett car accident yeah. yesterday is our big news. We're going to dive into that in just a second. Browns defense versus the Falcons offense. Guys, this Falcons offense at a glance can do some damage. They've got a good run game. Marcus Mariota sort of a dual threat, running it, passing it. Their offense is middle of the road, but they can put some points up as they've uh, they've shown this year. They're one and two coming off a win over Seattle. Aditi's going to join the program. That's coming up in the second hour of the show. And also, we're going to talk Cavs and Guardians. And I think this is going to be one of the most interesting discussions of the day. Which of the three Cleveland sports teams, pro sports teams, have the best chance to win the title first? I think they're all fairly well positioned. Yeah. Which one is in the best position to win one first? Could you imagine if we had multiple t- titles in a year? We almost did in 2016. Yeah. By the way, it's the first time we could have a le- the first time in ever that yeah. we can have a, that legitimate, a legitimate conversation. conversation where you could make right. a case for all three. And remember, there's early- been two at times. Yes, but never but three. not three. Never and, all three. And we, I la- we were talking about it earlier. I said I don't even know if the city can support three teams that are good at the same time. So we never yeah. had it. But here yeah. you go. Yeah, we'll find out. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, we dive in with the single car accident yesterday involving Miles Garrett. Um, if you saw pictures of the car, and I know we have them. Mike. If gosh. you saw pictures of the car, it's it's incredible that he's already out of the hospital today. Yeah. I mean, Remarkable. look at that thing. It's, it rolled multiple times. Um, we're, we're hearing reports that he perhaps swerved to uh, to avoid hitting an animal. We know weather. that it was bad weather. Yeah. Um, that's a serious car crash, folks. Um, the fact that, like, as I said, he's released from the hospital is certainly great news. First and foremost, we want to put this out there. Regardless of his availability to the football team, there's major concern about his health and also the health of, of his passenger. Yeah. And that's that's what's really important here. Um, but again, released from the hospital. I thought it was interesting that his agent released a statement that said there were no broken bones. I read into that a little bit because it leaves everything else wide open. Sure. Um, now, obviously, it's nothing very serious because he's been released from the hospital. That's his but agent. You can see the statement there on the screen. Uh, the fact that it just said no broken bones, right. and nothing else about any internal injuries, uh, perhaps um, ligament damage, muscle damage. That's what we're going to have to wait and see for, right. guys. But but it, the good news, Jay, is if it was anything kind of life threatening or that serious, it's not life threatening. He, he wouldn't be out of the hospital. He right? is out. Yeah. So that's that's, that's a great where we, sign. That's where I think yeah. where we all collectively exhaled. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Because he's out. Now, from a football standpoint, because yeah. this is obviously a big part of, of the course. Browns discussion, for, and I, I imagine we'll find out his availability later in the week. Clowney, still we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, we do know Walker's out, and um, he's not going to be. And we also know Winovich is out. JOK. So don't know what he's doing. JOK is up in the air. Yeah. It, if he's out, guys, how does that change what this team does defensively? <laughs> and who the hell picks up I mean, the slack? Gee, I, I, to me, it's a disaster from right. a football standpoint, sure. right? I mean, my, especially if Clowney doesn't play either, but but Miles Garrett is the most, by Miles, the most, ironically enough, the most important player in their, on their defense, and especially in their front seven. They will, I mean, I don't see, you know, you never know. When, whenever see, something seems so obvious one way, it d- sometimes goes the other. You're right, yeah. Like, my first thought is, without Miles Garrett, they're going to get zero pressure on the Falcons. They're, like, how are they going to get any pressure? They don't have anybody that's any good. If you don't have Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney, who's your best defensive lineman playing in the game? 
Yeah, question mark. You can't even really name anybody. No, question mark. <laughs> Chase Winovich is on IR. I mean, um, you, there's nobody. But so, does it change? Do, do they start blitzing? Oh, well, listen, uh, to me. I thought that would have happened last week. I though. did, too. Oh, this, <laughs> is, too. this is mandatory. You're going to yeah. see Joe Woods. Sometimes uh, necessity is the, what does they say? The, the mother, mother of invention. invention. And right now, he's he, this is the most necessity that he's ever had as a coach. Sure. He's always, think about this. You've always been an individual who's had a guy on the other side that you know you got an elite pass rusher. You had you had two of them for the last two years. So now you're yeah. out with those guys, and you already know that your defensive tackles, we talked about last week, aren't up to snuff. So what you're going to have to do is he's going to have to be multiple. He's going to have to break, break all the tendencies, right? They know what he likes to run. They know he likes to cover three and cover four stuff. But guess what we're doing? We're breaking tendencies on that. Now we, we can play more man-to-man. Now we have to bring blitzes from other places. We have to be multiple in what we do. I wouldn't even mind them coming out in a 3-4 alignment uh, uh, just to break tendency and say, hey, you guys are going to have to figure it out on the run, Atlanta, because if they come out here and run that same old stuff, they're not going to get no pressure, and I don't think they can stop the run with their defensive tackles. So it's going to be a game where Joe Woods is going to have to earn his money, and, and the Browns are going to have to play a damn good football game if they want to win in Atlanta. Well, this happens in the NFL. Yeah. You go to the next man up mentality. You yeah. always hear that. And normally, you know, the team has a next man up that you at least yeah. know and recognize. Right. We've said is all Mike along. Paul? Hey, Mike. There he is. Hey. <laughs> he teleported Superior. into the set. By the way, Jay, you know, with the next man up, right, like, who is the next man up? Here's something interesting. I don't even know. Usually, it's only a quarterback injury that will change the point spread, right? For sure. the most part. Yeah. There are rare exceptions to that. But, like, a, like last week, the, the Charger line was going around a lot. Sure. You didn't know if Justin Herbert, Herbert was going right. to play. That might make it seven points. The Browns, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, right before the Miles Garrett uh, car accident, were a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. I just looked at the line now. They're a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, I don't know if those whole two points is Miles Garrett, but usually a defensive lineman doesn't change the line at all. And maybe it was already going to move a this little. Is, this but to move two though. points in less than 24 hours yeah, I, without a quarterback I think, injury? I think what that tells you is obviously this isn't your normal defensive, defensive right. end. And also, with the uncertainty of Jadavion on the other side, yeah. opponents are going to look at this defense and the way they decide to attack it much differently. Definitely. Um, Mariota is going to have more time to stand back in the pocket and find open receivers. He's always a threat to run the ball if the pocket breaks down. He may not need to do that now. He may be able to stand back there and pick a spot and and let it sling. Imagine being real quick Falcons right now trying to determine what how to play this team when you don't know whether Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, yeah. or JOK are going to be in yeah. the game. By the yeah. way, there's star- I, I didn't uh, also we forgot about t- not that he's been any really good, but. One of their starting defensive tackles, Tavon Bryan, is banged up too. Yeah, I know. It's so, it's it's a mess on that yeah. on that whole defensive front. Yep. Um, and at this point, if you're Kevin Stefanski, you're probably trying to figure out exactly what Mike just said. The Falcons are trying to figure out who they're going to go right. against. If you're Kevin Stefanski, you're trying to patchwork a defense together. You start scanning the waiver wire for guys that might be available. Quick calls that you can bring in. Mm-hmm. You know, I took a look. It's pretty slim pickings. Yeah, well, we I mean, talked about Sue before and Dominic. Well, Sue. that that move I thought would have happened by yeah, now right, if it was but, going to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was um, just uh, stuck on ninety uh, behind because somebody totally Miles Garretted um, yeah. uh, on Ooh. ninety somewhere. So I'm just sitting there and listening to sports radio, and they're on. They're going. I don't know, Olivier Vernon. I'm like, oh god, is this where we're at? <laughs> He's been well, out for two years. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, is he, he available? Either tore an ACL. He did or two years ago. Achilles. Yeah, it was a, an ACL right. two years ago. But did yeah. he also have an Achilles injury? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. So, so I mean, you might. Is that when he was here? He was he was productive. Good. Yeah. But it's like, why isn't he on a, on a roster right now? Well, I imagine because of right, the right. injuries. Yeah. Right. But you know what? It's worth bringing him in for a workout. I mean, at this point, they got to bring in some guys. They they got to have just bodies. Period. Yeah. This is someone with experience. But yeah, I mean. Now, the good news is, while Atlanta has some talent on offense, certainly, and their offense has been pretty good, their defense has been awful, but their offense has been pretty good, Marcus Mariota is not like a deep go-down. Like, because my fear is, if you have an offense now and you're playing the Browns this week, I I, I can now run some more longer developing plays because there's going to be no pressure, or you would think there's going to be no pressure. Marcus Mariota is not really that type of quarterback that's going deep down the field. No. They're throwing more shorter passes and running the ball and using his athletic ability to get him out of the pocket. But 
If you're Mariota, though, you're, you're going to this game thinking, like, I'm going to have all time to throw. Yeah, you, you are thinking that. What's yeah. interesting to me is when Deshaun Watson was out, the defense stood up and said, we got you. Yeah. We've got you. And they really haven't. Nope. I mean, they haven't had their backs. They have not. Um, they've won two games out of their first three despite that. What's interesting now is the offense, which has played far better than we expected, they're, I think, fifth in the NFL in total points or yards, total yards, one or the other. Mm-hmm. So now you've got the offense. They're going to have to stand up and say, D, we've got you. And now they've got to play even better than they have to- heretofore. Did you think we'd be saying, well, we just got to lean on Jacoby Brissett until <laughs> no. the defense heals up? Uh, I, I mean, I don't think you can ask Jacoby Brissett to do any more than he's done. We've well, got to continue to play at that hey, level. Yeah. So, I, hey, look, right now, he the, he the best thing smoking right now. Like, if you look at this, do you look at between the offense and the defense, you like, okay, well, I feel more comfortable saying Jacoby Brissett will give me some more points. Then I say the defense stopping anybody. And here's the thing. Marcus Mariota can say, okay, I could go deep. He could go intermediate. They can run the ball. Cordell Patterson is second in the lead in, in He's rushing. He's averaging 100 yards a game. <laughs> Over 100 yards a game. Yeah, guy, the guy came out of nowhere last year. Right? He'd been a journeyman until last I year. I kind of think what we finally figured out is that he was just miscast all along. Yeah. He, he had, was a wide receiver. Right. Kick Nobody knew how guy. to use him. Nobody was And creative. the Falcons get him, and yeah. the Falcons just run him like a lead back, and right. look what he's doing. I, I, I still don't think the Falcons Oh, by the way, yeah. he's got more yards per carry than, than, than Nick Chubb. Yeah. Which At six point two, obviously very impressive. I, I still don't think the Falcons are a very good team. I still expect the Browns to win this. Um, I, the, I think the Falcons have one of the worst defensive teams in the league, and I just don't think their offense is that good. I, I, I'm not buying it. First of all, I think here's the problem: is number one, people make way too many sweeping judgments after three weeks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's we should know better by now not to do that. If what you see in the first three weeks backs up what you thought going into the season. That I get. Yeah. But if what you see in the first three weeks is diametrically opposed to what you thought was going to happen, then you shouldn't change your mind on something. doesn't mean you were wrong. You could have been wrong, and now, hey, it's better than you thought. It's just too small a sample it's size. It's too small a sample yeah. size. I, I, we, don't know, we don't know yet. Like, the teams that weren't good last year or you didn't expect to be good this year, if they're off to a 2-1 and one or a 3-0 and oh start, we don't know yet that they're good. We know that they're off to a good start. That's I, a big difference. I, I look at it like this. Yeah. Everything week to week. <laughs> If you're looking at the Atlanta Falcons and what they got, they got enough weapons to beat you. Uh, Drake London is is playing like one of the best rookie rookie receivers. They got Kyle Pitts, who's a mismatch on a lot of different linebackers, and they got a mobile quarterback. So they don't have but to. But he's not good, G. But, he's not but, a good player. But, but Joe Flacco wasn't good neither. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, so for think, one game, he was but, good. But here's what we, and here's what what we learned from Get, that. Yeah. It, he's an NFL quarterback. On any given day, he could stand up and have a standout sure. day. And now there yeah. are there are circumstances here that say that that could happen. They're they're not going to get a pass Absolutely. rush. The Browns, the back end of the Browns defense has been wildly confused at times. And JOK is a question mark. That's so fair. you've got all three phases. And of we've that watched defense. this defense just give up big chunks to quarterbacks this when they get out of the pocket again yeah, and again to and Baker, again. And that's Mariota's and, and specialty right now. And yes. so I, I would say that that Mariota is in the Baker and the Flacco yeah, neighborhood. Totally. Well. I mean, yeah, I mean, there was no excuse for Flacco. Flacco stinks. He's old. He's not a good. He was terrible no. against the Bengals last week. Look good against us. I mean, that, that was the happens. one game in yeah. the last well, he 10 threw years. For, he threw for a million yards in week one, too. Know, now he threw it 50 times. Time. But it was all in garbage time. And, and, and uh, the point is we make bad quarterbacks. We have the ca- capability so the to make bad quarterbacks so far, look good. You know, it's, but that's the thing. Except it's Mitch like, Trubisky. We could not make we Mitch Trubisky realize, look good. <laughs> we got to realize when we're thinking about this team, that they have not played against a good quarterback yet. They have not. They're not this week. Next week, I don't know what the – Justin Herbert did not look like himself this past he week. He is not himself. And then the week after that, you're probably playing Brian Hoyer. Yes. yes. Well, it, it almost looks certain because they said for Jones multiple games. Yeah. They also said that the injury is the kind that players oftentimes get surgery for. First mm. of all, high ankle sprain, you might as well break it. It's, right. it's that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could, he couldn't put any weight on it when he was leaving. So, if right. it could, in fact, be Brian Hoyer, who's now 47 or 48? 49. <laughs> I mean, the, it's unbelievable. The, the storylines continue, though, with this Browns team as far as, like, yeah. now we know we had Baker. Now we're going to bring Brian Hoyer back, who's been here six times, and we keep playing him. And we had, you know, we again, we, T.J. Watt out for Pittsburgh. Everything, just this, this weird narrative of this season, of all these weird things happening that usually yeah. happen to the Browns, are actually happening for the Browns still. And I'm not saying Mac mm-hmm. Jones was great or anything like that, but, mm-hmm. like, I'd love to play Brian Hoyer. Would you, wouldn't you take that against I the would Yeah, and, and a banged-up Justin Herbert, yes. too. That, that's helpful yeah. also. You know, Herbert, I, I still can't believe that he 
played last week. Yeah. If you were watching the week before when he took the shot to the ribs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and somehow this dude's tough as nails because he had they no shot time to get up. a shot. Yeah, yeah, but not not last. Like when the injury happened. Right. A player two after the injury happened, he threw a 45-yard dart on a line. Yeah. And I'm that like, was the best dude. throw of the year against the Chiefs, by the way. It was. After it was unbelievable. That throw was unbelievable. And he made it in excruciating pain. The dude's pain tolerance must be through the roof. I'm sure yeah. they shot him up before last week's game. Yeah. But to your point, he was not the same guy. No, he wasn't. So they are, are catching some breaks. Here. Are they yes. Baker Mayfielding him, uh, Justin Herbert, where they're putting him out there when he's not re- when he because he no, wants to? He still plays decent. Oh, okay, that's good. I think it's. Decent. I think yeah, yeah, it was just an injury where you know sometimes you see something with your eyes and you're like that. Well, Tua, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You, you're watching it with your eyes, and you're like, oh, he's not coming back today. There's no yeah. way. Right. He he looked like he'd been drugged. Yeah. And then he's back out on the I field, know. and I'm like, who cleared this guy? I still can't believe the Bills lost that game. I don't know how that happened. I can't either. <laughs> I can't so believe Neither can By I. By the way, what? I cannot believe that the Ravens-Bills game, which is a great game, yeah. is on at the same time as the Browns. Yeah, no, week. it stinks. That sucks. But well, anyway. it, I'll tell you, uh, the network's... Yeah in general, yeah. have put this Browns-Falcons game at the absolute lowest priority. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it will be shown in two markets. Yep. Atlanta and Cleveland. Right. Solomon and Wilcox is calling it. it. I mean, no, I just made Beth that up. Mullins. He's, we always got we always Oh, wow. Got Beth Mullins on the call. So, she, she, she done moved up from um, the college joint. Yep. She's doing some NFL games here and there. Um, oh. Fans have a very strong opinion of Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Are the guys really favorable. cool with it? Are the dudes cool with it? <laughs> well, I can't say that. That's I weird. I can't say that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I worked with Beth for a while. She's lovely, lovely woman. Um, but it's... Hey, you like some play-by-play guys? You, some some, women, some you, you like, some you like don't. Others. You think there might be a little sexism there that some guys are mad that she's think, calling games? You know what I think it is? I think it's the voice. That's what I always hear. Uh-huh. I, the, the people that would tell me is if I was programming her on games, you know, when... We, the worst thing ever is when you're answering for coworkers' decisions. Right. We've all done it. You're getting texts. What the hell? Why is this going on? Yeah. Well, I didn't make that decision. I happened to work at the company that did. Yeah. Well, whenever Beth would do a game, my phone would blow up. Yeah. Like, like I did it. That is a mask. That, that's a masked way of, of saying se- of being sexist. Of course, though. some of it. Well, is most of, most of the complaint was I just can't take the yeah. voice. Yeah. The voice. It's a woman's voice. Always, I always thought she. I always liked her games. I don't know. Maybe because she did. She did a lot of Matt games. Or something like that. She did a lot of Mac games. A lot, a lot of, so uh, I grew yeah. up no, listening good. to her, Joe, right? She worked with Joey Galloway for years doing Mac games, mm-hmm. and Joey speaks very highly of her. Yeah, mm-hmm. And and she, if you can get past the voice, she does call a good game. Yeah, I think but she's fine. The, com- the complaint was always that it was hard the to voice, get used yeah. to the voice. Then well, put- you'll hear it all on Sunday. Trust me, jump on Twitter. Yeah. You'll oh, see. yeah, no thanks. Twitter I'll will stay be broken. away from that. Appreciate it. <laughs> They want to just put her through one of those husky voice, like voice modulators, so it sounds like a guy, so people can feel more comfortable. And people I guess. would never know that, yeah, and they wouldn't. Go. They wouldn't know how to know to complain. Sexism solved. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what's next? World peace. <laughs> what do you got, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah. So it's a low priority game, is what we're saying. Yeah, it is game. a low Obviously, priority. Nobody game. cares about it. Nobody wants to watch it. No. Yeah. Except us. Hey, we don't care about that. We need yeah. that three and one. Browns need to win the low, game. Low priority three and one. Work yeah, they're all, they all feel like playoff games when Two. you're playing without your. Got Got to win the game. That's but, all that matters. I mean, can you imagine though, guys? If if, yeah. if this is what the 2022 bingo card deals us, that we're not without. Uh, just just. We don't know, so this is all speculation. But if it turns out that Garrett misses time and perhaps misses a season over this, um, the 2022 bingo card would have thrown at us no quarterback. Uh, your your second best player on the team is lost for a period of time. It, these things start to mount up, and then you start questioning. Mm-hmm. I, we yeah. keep calling it the race to six. The race to six. Where yeah. are the six wins going to come from? Um, yeah, you got. It, it gets tougher and tougher. They got to be. They got to beat Atlanta and New England. Those are two games you got to win. Must have. That gets you to four, and then you hope you could win two of the other. What is it? Six games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've got the, you got the Bengals. You got the Ravens. You've got the Patriots. Or no, the no. the, uh, the uh, Chargers, the Dolphins, the Buccaneers the are in the Bucks. there. Yeah. yeah. And the Buccaneers, they're they're passing it. Tom Brady's ranked. I think their 20, offense has been bad so he's far. He's twenty fifth in the league. Well, I think. Well, all in their passing. receivers have been out. They're all the, dinged, hey, except for Evans, who got suspended. Hey, if he played one more game like this, John Costco came on here yesterday and said, "Hey, Jacoby Brissett's playing like a top three quarterback." <laughs> got, I don't want to go that far. Start. We got to stop. We got to stop. We do have to. Yeah. We do have to pump the brakes start. on that because you know what happens? Yeah. Expectations. And then, hey, and right. then he goes out there and shows us that, you know, the old Jacoby percent. We're we like, gotta what happened? Real, we got to be realistic. All right. I don't want to be look at that. Nancy. Ninety-two point five. 
Mm. By the way, you know who's dead last in the NFL PFF grade? Your boy. Who? Baker. Look at the smile. Dead last in the you see the smile on his face? He's so happy. He's not even in the I top. I can't believe they I won. I set him up for that too. I really they they had a defensive touchdown it, and they had one long play. Did he have another long touchdown pass? I didn't, I, I didn't watch the it game was at all. It was a screen pay. It, it was, was a screen, a screen uh, pass that the kid, that the, what's his name? Uh, LaVisca Chanel. Yeah. So he had yards after, after contact. Yeah, like 70 or, or something. I think he had like 70 yards passing before that play. Or, They're a mess. Yeah. When you look at the who the Browns have played. I know, here, it's real bad. It's, it's, it's They're and, awful. What, They're all 1-2. And, and, and here's the thing. We're 2-1. and one. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I know. And this is a, against by far the easiest stretch of the schedule that we'll have all year. This is like a preseason, really. Yeah. And mm-hmm. after this week, after Atlanta, it gets so difficult. I, let's see where Jacoby is on the PFF grades against against some, some quality opponents. Uh, yeah, like because we haven't seen one we yet. We want to look. Chargers got a good defense. They got about five, six guys over but there. But this is hurt. They yeah, just lost true. Slater. You never but know, but right? is Bosa out? I mean, we don't know. He's but yeah. overall, when up. you play the Chargers, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, <laughs> the Buccaneers, those are better quality opponents than you played so far. Yeah. So even if there's some guys out. Their second-level guys are better than the, the second-level guys. Where you know we now. talk about the it's race for six. Test. If you could put the first page of that schedule back yeah. up, Steve. So here's, here would be my question. I don't. I, it's dangerous to do, but let's just say that schedule. they go out and ball out against Atlanta. And right. let's just say because we all said they're yeah. going to be three and one after right. week four. So let's say they are. Now turn to page two. They're, they're at three. They need right. three in the race to six. Yeah. Now, so so what? Obviously, New England. That, that's be, a game they definitely should win. Well, I mean, they better. Brian Hoyer, it's at home. I but, mean, you should win that game. The Chargers, Ravens, Chargers and the is Bengals. tough, but we'll see what Herbert looks like. Uh, Baltimore's offense looks phenomenal, but their defense has been bad so far. The yeah, Bengals' missed, offense has been Martin so-so. Day, the Bengals' offense Baltimore. was much better this week. Bengals' defense has actually been very good so far. They'll be far. underdogs in three of the four games there. The Chargers, Baltimore, and Cincinnati, oh, yeah. they'll be dogs in those. I don't know that they'll – well, I guess They're a point-and-a-half favorite against Atlanta. They'll be dogs in well, three of those Well, it depends four. on injuries and who's playing sure. and who's not. That, but, yeah. Okay, so so you maybe have one against New England. That gets you to four. Yeah. Now, in the yeah, next three, some upsets. you need two against Miami, Buffalo, and Tampa Bay. I don't know where they come well, from. Well, I mean, Jay, they could beat the Bengals at home. They could, they could beat the Chargers They could. I'm just home. saying I mean, they'll, 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 be, they could win. they'll no likely be underdogs. But yeah. those are tough. They're tough games. And so yeah. are Miami, Buffalo, and Tampa. I just don't know it's how tough. you get to six. It's, it's going to be Miami. very yeah. you gotta have Miles, game. you got to so have Miles Garrett. you got to have Miles Garrett. And, and the reason I did this little exercise is to show it's going to be difficult to get to six. You're going to have to beat some really good teams to get to six. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. if they beat Atlanta. Hey, the just like the, the Jets beat the Browns when that shouldn't have happened, the Browns, are, first of all, those games that the Browns are going to be underdogs, they're not going to be big underdogs. No, they'll probably be three to you know, four to five, somewhere at, Maybe yeah. at Kansas City, they'll be a big underdog, right? That game's at Kansas City, I believe. We don't play Kansas City, do we? No, we don't. Yeah, go back. Show me the graphic again, We guys. don't play Kansas no, City. Kansas City's not on the schedule. Oh, what the hell am I talking about? Yeah, I don't we, know. You're thinking year. Buffalo? Oh, Buffalo, I'm Buffalo. sorry. That's yeah. uh, Buffalo. So the game is that's at Buffalo, right? Yeah. So I'm there'll be a significant dog in that game. They will. Probably, probably Safe to say. a touchdown, right? I think they're going to be at Miami. At I think Buffalo. after this week, they might be favored in two of the next seven. Games. Right, but like if, even if they're an underdog to the Bengals at home, which it depends how the Bengals play between now and then, right? The Bengals yeah. are playing Thursday night football against the Dolphins. If they yeah. lose that game and they're one and three, you know who knows? But as of now, if you made that spread, I think the Bengals. I don't know that the Bengals would be favored in Cleveland. If they would, it'd be maybe only by a point or two. That'd right? be something if they the, weren't. The Browns could beat everybody on that schedule. They'd beat everybody on that schedule. So you got us 10 to 1. No, nah, I mean, they can beat everybody. I didn't say <laughs> they the would. NFL, most yeah, of the anybody, yeah, anybody you know, on but, any Sunday. But the Browns play away yeah. where it's uncomfortable because you're going to. They're not blowing anybody out. They're going to limit the amount of, of, of times the other team gets the ball. So if the team comes out and they don't hit it running. And the Browns get to a point where they're up ten, or they could be up, and they still got the ball with the way they play football. That's uncomfortable for anybody. It is. You start yeah. looking around like, well, when we gonna get the ball back? And Our that possession. travels too. That by travels the way. everywhere. And so if you can keep, now the point is, they need to lean on the defense because they can't give up quick strike plays. Mm-hmm. Like if they want to give up touchdowns or play ball control. You got to make them go 80 yards. Right. You got third down conversions, no big chunk plays. Um, but, you know, they could beat everybody on that team. I watched Tampa Bay. They had a bunch of guys out there, like Age out there moving around. I mean, the, the Buccaneers didn't look like a well-oiled machine. Well, or we anything. get them 
weeks from yeah, now and by then you think they would be healthy. It's early, right? Who's looking I mean, who's looking great right now? I mean Miami. Yeah, Miami's looked really good so far. There's, two point. Point. There's only two undefeateds left. I'm still right? yeah. not a full believer in 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 what's his name? Tua. Tua. I, I wouldn't say Miami looked um, great, by the way. They got outgained and outpositioned. Yeah, but against they, Buffalo. But they won. They, they won. found they found a way to win the game. Like you beat Buffalo. Yeah, no, you're doing something right. And here's the I'm thing. I'm not saying they're bad. I just Buffalo's Buffalo. That Miami, that cover zero defense. Can you explain to me why? Teams are struggling so hard against this cover zero defense. Well, I mean, they've got the personnel to play it, and few teams do. But I, I did a whole video on this two years ago, about a year, it's about a year ago. Roll it. Roll the beautiful <laughs> bean footage. Uh-huh. Uh, no, but it was probably when they shut down Baltimore. Yeah, it was it. when they shut down they Baltimore. They literally played nine in the box, cover zero oh, the entire game. Because the football is a lot to, you know, it's back in the day. Remember, they said the Red Coats is coming. Mm-hmm. And they, it, it, you know, yeah. when the Revolutionary War happened, you know, the British used to line their people up in the front of the line and just take turns shooting. And then, then the Indians figured out, well, hold on, <laughs> what, what if we just move around and just do a bunch of stuff, hide in the woods, and hide and in the woods, and just get them when they sleep or something? Mm-hmm. Like that, you're change. not playing fair. <laughs> Why is you lining get in up? A like line. Get in a line. Get in a line. Let's kill you. <laughs> That's not the way it works. The NFL is exactly like that. They do a lot of gentleman stuff where it's like. You're like, hey, bro, I'm coming after you every single play. But then they figure, well, if I come after him every single play, I'm going to give something up. No, you're going to give something up regardless. But you you can make them mess up because the, the offensive lineman does not know who's coming. So when your protection schemes are there and there's seven dudes and every single time, it's a different person that shows up. It's unreal. You can't block all of them. And then and then you can't diagnose. You're just guessing. So somebody comes free, and the free guy has to make the play. Because if the free guy doesn't make the play, it's zero coverage in the back. And that's why the, the personnel to play that defense yeah. is so critical. Yeah. And the coaching. I don't think that we've shown the defensive discipline to be able to make those switches that quickly and communicate that. that well, our guys definitely. That's what I'm saying. The Browns are, are going to have to make some big adjustment. I, I know you're talking about Miami's defense yeah. right now, but – for getting back to the Browns defense, though, they are going to, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to make an extreme change like this, obviously, but they got to do something because, like, the Browns defense. I'd be shocked, though, if they went up to could a Could really four. struggle right now. Yeah, yeah no, of I, course. Really struggle. I mean, they kind of, yeah, I mean, look at. They're already not playing that well. Yeah, look at Denzel. I mean, he's, they're, they, these guys don't, they're not playing up to their ability and they're all dinged up now. It's you, a mess. You have to do stuff where people don't expect it. Like, if you're good enough to just line up and say, I'm lining up in base, I'm rushing four, you can't stop us. You got to have studs, man. That means you got to win one-on-one blocks. That means you got to lock down on the outside. That means the backers got to be able to get all the calls in. You got to be able to do some stuff where you can give your, your guys an advantage to be able to play with dudes like that. Yeah. If you cut down the amount of time they got to throw the ball, that helps your coverage. It also helps the fact that, you know, now the quarterback is confused. He, he's holding the ball and he's moving around. So the thing is, Joe Woods is going to have to break some tendencies and he's not going to be able to lean on the fact that he has Miles Garrett now as a crutch. I mean, you could be without five out of your six starters between the D-line and linebacker. Five out of six, you might be without. And the only one you'll have is... Well, who's That's their other st- who's their other starter at defensive tackle? I can't even think of who it is. Uh, Jordan Elliott. Jo- Jordan Elliott. But he right. don't do nothing. Guys, that's a, that's <laughs> that might be your only starter in your that's front. A, that's a front. tough ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, no, that, I'm serious. They <laughs> might get smoked. Now that mm-hmm. I think about it. Do you have to, McNuggets? Do you have Indomitian Soon's number back there? Yeah. Can we get him on the horn? I'll work on it. But I got a question about that though. So Joker status up in the air. Obviously, no Walker. Kyle Pitts was finally utilized in this offense last week. And I know yeah. he lines up on the outside more, but he's as big of a mismatch nightmare. As yeah, that's going to be a problem. He has like one touchdown, speed. though, in his career. So let's not get carried. Yeah, but, but he's talking about matchups. I'm just he's saying the match- Just from a matchup How standpoint. will the Browns try and neutralize what Kyle Pitts brings to the, the field? Yeah, it's, it, it is a matchup situation. Yeah. I mean, that's what football is. I like, now, listen, this don't get twisted. I like Phillips. I, Phillips came in and was the player of the game now. Um, as far as athleticism goes, Phillips has way more. Anthony Walker has, you know, some things as far as leadership. But as far as basically being a guy who can run the people, a guy that can cover people, a guy that's athletic, athletic I think Phillips, and a guy that we talk, we, we miss all the time. And I think he plays well. Taki Taki. Yeah, he's, he's, he's had moments. He's solid. Yeah. He's, he's picked the ball off. He's, he's come up big in some spots. 
Um, and, he's and improved, certainly. He, he's not. He's not a guy that's going to wow you with anything. Yeah. But one thing that I, I agree, I think you can. He can tackle the ball. He can play covers a little bit. I saw a play last week where he came in the game and he did a tremendous job of being able to get back 20 yards and yeah. just being away of, of a seam route. And so some of those things are going to need to be done because uh, they haven't used Kyle Pitts all that well. But guess what? They no. play in the Browns this week. I, How does he only have? I think he has one or two touchdowns. I don't understand believe. it. They didn't use him that well last that. year. Do you know? Did your PFF guy mention at all why Phillips, who filled the stat sheet, and I, I'm with you. I'm just watching the game with my eyes, and this guy's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he had, I think, the sixth. He, he was sixth highest on the on yeah. just the Browns in their in the PFF grade. And meantime, Miles Garrett grades out is the highest defensive player in the NFL again. And no, he, no, not in the NFL. Or, or for the Browns. Okay, for the Browns. Yeah, Browns. Yeah, yeah. What was he, 82? 82, not, yeah. 82. And, and he was the highest grade for the Browns. Yeah. Did he Did he mention at all why Phillips graded so poorly but but appeared we to play so well? We, we didn't ask yeah. him specifically about Phillips, but when they look at – so basically when they look at the PFF grade, they, they break it down into multiple things. It's not about how many plays you make. Um, they go in a percentage. So say, for instance, you play 10 plays. If you do the wrong thing on three out of those 10 plays, you already start down at what, 70%? Yeah. So the, that it, it, it works in a way if you miss tackles, you get minuses. If, say, for instance, you, you are in your, if you're in the right gap, you get a plus or minus. Um, if you get driven out of your gap, it's a plus or minus. So there's a lot of different things um, that happen, especially with corners. None of those great, I mean, Miles Garrett, even 81 is like a solid grade, but it's not, a solid. Like, it's not no. crazy. Same thing with Fields. All the other grades are I, bad. I, the one that really jumps out at me is Denzel. I mean, <laughs> what in the hell was he doing? What is going on? What's he, really what, going that, on? That, that's a great There's question. There's got to be something going it's, on. There is it's something head, going right? on. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think it's an injury. I, I'm, this is just strictly a guess. I just feel like it's got to be something with him. Yes. Something personal that – because – this isn't Denzel Ward. Right. He's been I, I just saw awful. your finger wag where you had an idea. What do you think this is? <laughs> well, somebody called me. Somebody said, yo, G. Bush, I seen him in the club yesterday. It was a K. Michelle. One of my, is that my, right? my, my callers, I got ravens and birds everywhere oh, now yeah, for yeah. some reason. Uh-huh. I'm like, I, I think, I think. This what is, day was this? This like Saturday. So huh. that's before the game. Yeah. He's in the club. This is Saturday. That's what, that's what I'm hearing. I'm yeah, like, not a good scene. Now, don't, know, don't know that for a fact. Don't know no. that for the fact. That's here say, allegedly. <laughs> but here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say about Denzel Ward. See, sometimes, like, when you get, and, and Brad talks about it all the time, man, like, when you get, when you get that contract, mm-hmm. it changes everything. Like, it's like, now you know, people know you got a hundred some million. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you, he was already rich, but now you're rich, rich, rich. Now you're dealing with rich people like problems. You, yeah, you got rich people problems. And a lot of the stuff that come along with somebody knowing exactly how much you make is you either come, got some good stuff or some bad stuff. And nine times out of ten, it's all bad, but just kind of switched up and people make you think it's good. So when you get out there, he could he could have went out and played freely. It's mm-hmm. always different hunting that, that goal. You get that goal, right? You're like, oh, I'm here. I'm finally doing my – and then you realize, oh, snap. I got to – now I got these requests. I got all these stuff that I got to do. A lot of distractions. A lot of distractions. Yeah. And, and a lot can, of pressure because now you got this check and you got to earn it. You're not I mean, a rookie anymore. You're not, trying to, you're not trying to prove yourself. You've proven yourself enough that they gave you this enormous contract and now you actually have to live up to it. And I think the pressure's getting to him. And you need to look at his social media if you need proof of that. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't be even no. looking at it, let alone no. commenting on it or getting hurt. I'd like I to see him get and off of no it. there's no excuse yes. this week for him to have a bad game. Drake London, I know he's a talent, but he's a rookie. Yeah, he's a, he's rookie, a rookie, but he's averaging 70 yards a game. Two, he's touchdown in the last two games. Hey. To to come Can in. you even name another wide receiver on the Falcons? Uh, mm. No. Old Midio Zacchaeus, I think, is one of their guys. Yeah. I don't know who the hell they have. I'm wrong. I don't, I don't even know who their other wide though. receiver is. I think it's Old Midio Zacchaeus. I got it. Let Hold me look on. it up. I have it. Yeah. You have a depth chart? Yeah, somewhere in here. The Falcons receivers outside of Drake London and Kyle Pitts are very limited. Let's leave it at that. Calvin Ridley suspended this year, remember, yeah, for, yeah, gambling. for gambling. So without him. Uh, Earl, that's right. Earl is one of our producers on oh, the show. He just sent this text. This is interesting. Yeah. According to PFF, if Taki Taki played more qualifying snaps, he'd be a top 10 linebacker. Yeah. So let's let's make sure he plays more. Yeah. I mean, you don't just worry about Drake London. Obviously, you worry about Kaderil Hodge, oh, Brian Edwards, Demir Bird. <laughs> 
<laughs> and oh my gosh, and they have Jared Bernhardt. Oh, old Mediozakis. Good lord, people, that's right? where Bernhardt is. I've been wondering where he uh, was. Have, uh, I just oh, made up listen, two of those names. They got nobody. You think the Browns have issues? Yeah, yeah. they got nobody. I just why? Well, I hope I, so because we had the lowest rated cornerback in the league. But you know what they're saying on an Atlanta sports talk radio yeah. show right now? Yeah, we, Who we, do they have at receiver except for Amari Cooper? Let's look at these guys. Nobody. Anthony Schwartz didn't mm-hmm. he play in the SEC a couple years ago and and, and wasn't that good there? And their defense is giving up massive big plays that whole year. Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's still in the league? Yeah, the Atlanta version of this show is just tearing up the Browns right now, but with a Southern accent. I mean, actually, you're right. Except the Browns have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Cordero Patterson's a nice player. He's not as good as those guys. He's not Chubb and Hunt, no. No. I know he's playing great. Here's what we we can deduce. We need to see Nick Chubb play every play of the game on both offense and defense. Yeah, He needs fair. to fill in for Miles Garrett. He would be a great linebacker. I have no doubt yeah. in my mind that he could fill in and be a very, very productive linebacker. He probably would. This is linebacker. a weird game because the Falcons defense stinks. I'm really worried that the Browns defense is going to be bad in this yeah. game. And yet, the Browns offense is its a great running game. The passing game has been pretty good so far. But you can't expect them to put up a million points. I don't buy that the Falcons <sighs> offense is as good as it's been uh, they can't. They're you know they don't have a good passing offense. Mariota stinks, but they've run it well. So they uh, easily yeah. could have lost to Seattle. They, they, yeah. yeah, just and like Seattle's, the Browns could yeah. be three and zero, or they yeah. could be one and two. The Falcons could easily be zero and three. I yeah. did see that they beat the spread all three games so far, though. Even the two that they lost, yeah, their they still beat the good. spread. Their so offense has been what I'm saying is good. they're out. They're out doing expectations. Yeah, you know, for yes. so people are underestimating them a little bit. A little bit, and and maybe I'm assuming we're doing. I that still too. think when it's all said and done, they're a five win, five six win team. It's so. like you said, though, beginning of the season, we trying to make judgments three games into the yeah. season. Like, do you guys really think at the end of the season we're going to be like, can you guys believe that Miami's undefeated still? Like, they're not. I'm they're gonna, really, that's not going to I think Cincinnati's going to beat Miami. Yeah. That, I, I, do too. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I, I really, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. I, I'm really starting to be like, for NFL games, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not prognosticating over three, over two weeks. Part of the job. I mean, it is part of the job. Oh, over two weeks. Over ahead? two weeks ahead. Yeah, it's impossible. It yeah. changes so quickly. It's, it's too. It's too much involved. One like key injury. The is matchups. A huge difference. Yeah. It's just. And then plus, there's there's games where you just like, who would have thought that? Like nobody picks the Colts to beat the Chiefs. No. The Nobody's no. picking that. No. And the Colts didn't even play that well. No. Matt Ryan looks completely shot. <laughs> it's just he does. It's one of them. You joints. thought like, uh-huh. oh, it's just the Falcons. He'll go to the Colts. He'll have a better line. He'll be better. No, he's been worse. Josh McDaniels. <laughs> shout out to him. the pride of Cam McKinley. Man, they were three right now, bro. And they got Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. Yeah, five man. running backs. Yeah, imagine that <laughs> for, in that division. In that where ground's not going to be easy to make up through three weeks. They're the biggest bust in the league. Good mm-hmm. races, it's racist, man. Way, yeah. way, way early. It's a head scratch. The Chargers are one and two. You know. If you get them down, I t- that's why I like I, I like the fact that the Browns have a style that's translatable. It may be boring, it may be garbage, it may be trash. But when you're dealing with these other leagues, when you're dealing with a passing league, I'm seeing a bunch of guys that, that they're not hitting receivers, receivers is out. They look real bad as quarterbacks well, right my, now. My nuggets, I'll come right to you, but I want to, off of that thought, this is really interesting, and I haven't heard a lot of guys talk about it. Collinsworth touched on it a little bit Sunday night. And they touched on it a little bit in the Bucks and the Packers game. And this is where I'm going. Why all of a sudden are great quarterbacks <laughs> looking average? If the game last night, boring. There were no there, the quarterbacks oh. didn't take over. They combined well, for they just over. Court, I know stink, they do. Yeah. And then take it to Brady and Rodgers. Horrible. In that game on that Sunday. Game awful. The quarterback play, horrible. I know that they, there's some significant absences with Hill being gone in Kansas City, but I'm waiting for Mahomes Patrick to Mahomes to walk through that door. Well, Lamar's looked great. And, <laughs> you know, Lamar's looked better than I think we thought he was he's going to. He's been phenomenal. He's been, he's been, he's been, he hasn't been MVP, Lamar, but he's been better than he was last year. A lot better. But I'm just watching around the league, and Collinsworth touched on it, and he said, yeah. I don't know if it's something specifically that all these defenses are doing. Right. But all of a sudden, because you always say, why is it when I watch other teams, quarterbacks make it look easy? It has Nothing has been easy for nothing. the quarterbacks this year. We've been saying for the last 
how many Even years? Even Josh Allen. It's now a passing league. It's now a passing league. It's you a, think you know, the defense the football, caught up? I guess. I mean, eventually you have to adjust, and I'm assuming that in the same way that offense changed to become more of a passing lead to adjust to the defenses, there's been like a slow – and I don't know how they would do that exactly. So maybe you it's guys a, well, no, you do it through the draft. You would start right. so you spending Josh, more of you your draft capital on defense. Josh Allen's thrown for 1,000 yards and has nine touchdowns. I'm staying against Miami. Against Miami, oh, yeah. he, he didn't look like Josh Allen. But he still in, in his first 400 yards. Well, in defeat. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of that stuff – They seem to, and Miami's good at this, they give up chunk yardages between the 20s, and then all of a sudden they clamp down, and it's very difficult to score on them. How many points did he get? He threw for 400, but only has 17 points. 17 points. I think it's a coincidence, guy. You know who's looked good? Philadelphia. They've looked really good so far. They're, they're the other three and zero. Jalen Hurts right? is playing really they're well. They're three and zero, and Miami's three. Another one, that, and that's it. That tells call- you where the NFL is. Three weeks in, two undefeated. And was anyone yeah. calling that those two would be the two undefeated and absolutely teams? Absolutely no. Definitely season, not. You know what I mean? And you'd have maybe Buffalo, Kansas City, San Diego. Mm-hmm. One, one point before we move on to the Cleveland championship discussion because we got to get to that. Yeah. But. You remember the report that came out that the Browns, while they were looking at Watson, also were looking at Russell Wilson, and yes. Wilson said no. Wilson has been an abomination. Has not looked good at and all. And no matter yeah, what games. you get from Watson, know, it's early, but it yeah. certainly will not be as bad as what we've seen through three weeks. That's another Wilson. game. That was the Sunday night game. Terrible. Right? Absolutely And terrible. that was when Collinsworth said, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, yeah. we're, we're used to seeing Russell Wilson come out here and find whatever it is the defense gives you because the defense has to pick their poison. They have to give you something. Right. And Russell always finds what that something is, by the, usually at halftime. And then in the second half, it's, you know, he just exploits mm-hmm, that. Right. And it was like they were moving the chess pieces the, the entire game, and he couldn't figure it out. And he's got plenty. Of, like, unlo- you know, unlike Seattle, where he didn't have a good offensive line and he had a questionable running game, uh, he, he had good receivers there. But he's got a good line. He's got a great running You're game. You're right. And great receivers. Well, I, you know. The reason I bring up the, the theme of the struggling quarterback, yeah. how well positioned would the Browns be if that trend continues? Right. And to your point, I think you're right. It is an, it's, it's, it's an overcorrection. Mm-hmm. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. For a while, it was like pinball machines. Offenses were scoring 40s. Well, what happens is when Buffaloes of the world and even the Chiefs to a certain extent have gone through this, when they say, wow, our offense is great, but we're not winning the Super Bowl because our defense has been overlooked. Teams have put so much draft capital into offensive players yeah. that, and I don't know, I'd like to see what the numbers are on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perhaps over the last two or three years, we other teams have guys. seen that and said, okay, if, if they're going to build their teams with these superpower offenses, we need to spend more of our draft capital think, on defense. I think we got to see it more than three they, weeks. They got three. Nowadays, you, when you look at the spread offense, you look yeah. at how high schools go. Now more and more than ever, people grow up with the past, right? They before when somebody ran the spread back in the day, you was like, oh my God, there's yeah. more receivers. You're here. right. And now you got kids that grow up and now the corners are getting better. So now teams are starting three corners. And right. like Newsom. Newsom plays in a slot. Right. He's a first round draft pick. And, and he has to. And, and yeah, now you're right. the offenses and, may have to adjust, but I think at this point, still too small sample size. It is a small sample start. size, but yeah. you made a great point. I, I, I've talked to college coordinators that said it's so easy for us to implement this spread offense because they're running that in high right. school. That's yeah. what high school kids want to run. And then for years, we've heard NFL coordinators talk about this, this, this crop of quarterbacks they're giving us. They can't get under center. Mm-hmm. They can't. They, right, right, you know, yeah. they're always in the gun. They, they're they're um, they're used to t- t- twins on both sides and just flinging it everywhere. And that's not a pro si- pro style offense. But I think you're right. I think now we've had enough sample of 
high school quarterbacks that were very good at that in college. And now the, the NFL quarterbacks or coordinators have realized we got to play to their strengths. And their That's strengths right. are running what they've run their whole life yep. yeah. instead of asking them to try to fit a round peg into a square hole yeah. and run a pro-style uh, offense when that's not who they are. Kyler so. Murray got a hundred, what, how many millions? He would have never been a quarterback yeah. in that long, long ago. Ten yep. years ago, it wouldn't be viable. Well, too small. All right. Yeah, here's the fun, here's the fun yeah. topic. Um, which Cleveland sports team will be first to win a championship? Ooh, is, mm. is that the exact question? Oh, it's the way I read it. Which, it, which yeah. of the Cleveland that was the question? Will be which the of first. the Cle- okay. is most likely, uh, most likely to, to win, win first, the first? Yeah. Uh, and it, it, does anybody have a definitive answer? Sure. No one, of course, because I really struggled with this. I have you, oh, what's, sure. what's your answer? Go ahead. It's the Guardians. They're about to go to the playoffs. I mean, they're we're they're on the press. They're going in right now. Fair enough. Sure. Yeah. So you know, if we're if if you said if you said this last year or something, like, but let's know. say if they were all starting the season today. Okay, let's talk. That's yeah, how I'm it's a very different way. question. Okay. And yeah, right. it is a different question. But yeah. you're right. I mean, right now, yeah, we're about to. Who knows what could happen? Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, if they were just starting today, then I, that's a different question. Yeah. And in that case, I would probably. I guess I'd probably still have have to go with them. Yeah. I mean, just because the Browns haven't haven't proven anything yet, Tim. Even though, and we don't know what Watson's going to be like, and that's everything as yeah. far as their their chances of winning a Super Bowl. And the Cavs are super young, and we can't expect that. Of the, I mean, we so we're the Guardians, but they've shown me something in a way that the Cavs haven't. So it would still have to go for me. Guards, Browns, Cavs. Now, G. Bush, Bull, were either of you guys definitive? Because I was definitive too. So I if was, you're kind of if, if if you struggled with it, I can I, I can watch you. I can give you go mine. On. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm with Mike. Yeah. I, I'm going to take the Guardians, and yes, they're closest to it. That's going to be the next championship right. that's handed out. But the reason I I'm going with the Guardians is because as we've seen time and again, I think if you look at all three sports, the NBA's best team wins the championship most. Right. Do we all agree with that? I just feel like yeah. yes, they're the Definitely. team. I think. Next, it's the NFL. Yes. And I think third in that group is baseball. Right. So if you look at the overall records, the Dodgers already have 20 wins more than mm-hmm. the Guardians. Their run differential is ridiculous. It's yeah. like 322 or something it's like absurd. that. Right. Yeah. I mean, what that literally says is you've got a travel team playing against rec- in a rec league. Yeah. That's how bad this competitive state has become in baseball, and that's because the Dodgers just turned it into a spending contest, and they're spending – Six dollars for every dollar the Guardians spend. Think about that. And they're playing on the same field. Yeah. That's that's absurd. The Dolans. Every, that, every dollar the Dolans spend. Let's make it clear. Now, yeah. Now, what's really tricky about this is, on one hand, I want to make the case for a more even playing field financially. You know, the, the coastal team. I wish you'd stop right there. Should not. I, well, but, <laughs> I agree. But, that, but you know what? The Guardians just blow that model away. And here's why. No team has spent less in the last decade. And in the American League, no team has won more. This is we have a I fundamental. Think the, have a the fun, Rays spent less? I think the Rays have spent less. I'd like to see that be for sure. Yeah. Two years ago, oh, wait, it was, no, two years ago, terrible. but they're terrible. No, but they're bad. Yeah, I get it. The two Rays years ago, it was I, the Indians, yeah. but I think because the Rays are spending more than the Guardians now, yeah. I'd like to see if that's still the case. Because two years ago, that stat that yeah. I gave was correct. I have a go ahead. There, so because of that. It kind of blows up the well. Then you don't need a salary cap. I have the fundamental because the guardians I, defy that. I have a fundamental problem with that argument, okay. and I hear it a lot. And it's the argument is, whenever somebody complains, whenever a Dolan apologist, uh, yeah. uh, whenever somebody complains about the Dolans, a Dolan apologist comes out of nowhere and says, "But they're competitive. They're competitive every year. Look at what they've done. It doesn't ma- money is well, not that important. Factual. It's I mean, completely true. Completely true. But that argument is to me fails because it it supposes that. If they had more money to work with, our management, somehow right. they'd fail at, at, at the, what they're doing. They're, exactly. Their scouting would somehow just, they, oh, we have too much money. We don't even know what to do anymore. Now we're yeah. idiots. That's yeah. right. What if you gave this very proven front office more more money to work with? I just don't think they'd get worse. I think they'd get better. So well, we, until I yeah. see them. Mark is 100% right, Jay. Of course they It's would. not proven. Well, you said it's proven. that No, it's not proven. You see. What, the, what was the statement that I said was proven? Go ahead. You said that, the, that money say, doesn't matter. The, it does matter. No, no it does I, you matter. I'm not going to say good. it doesn't it's matter. It's just like the people that got, like when I was saying, hey, you know, because obviously I've been going nuts about the Guardians here, 
And I had a couple people say, oh, you said they should have spent some money in the offseason. They should have. As if I was wrong for no. saying that. Yeah, they of should've. course they should have. And, and they'd probably be even better. Most likely, October's yeah. going to prove that they were just one or two pieces short. Yep. Most likely. Yep. I-, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Last year, Atlanta went out before the trade deadline mm-hmm. with their best player out. Acuna was done. Yeah. And they completely remade their outfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely. With brilliant trades. And the next thing you know, they're a sub-500 team on August 10th. Right. They win, they win the World So what if this brilliant front office yeah. actually had more money to work with so that they could take advantage of their brilliance? Well, do you want an example? I, that's what I wish they would do. Do you want yes. an example? Sure. How about the L.A. Dodgers? It's easy to say they spend a ton of money and that's why they win. That's certainly a big factor. But there are, uh, there are a lot of other teams that spend a lot of money, maybe not quite the Dodgers' money, but they don't win as much. Absolutely. The Dodgers' front office is also one of the best in baseball. No question. Now, it doesn't get the hype that the Guardians and the Rays get because they're outspending everybody. Because they're outspending. But they also have the best farm system. Let me ask you this. How could any team in baseball, other than the Dodgers, absorb losing a Cy Young caliber pitcher and they don't even miss him? Crazy. They don't even miss him. Now, part of that is because... Take Bieber off the Guardians. Right. The Guardians can't do that. But the, part right. of the reason the Dodgers can do it, they've spent. and other big market teams couldn't even, is because they've spent, yes, but they've also drafted and developed great, too. Wisely. Look here's, at all these young they pitches did. they have. They, they have. remade their front office, yeah. so their front office is now... So they don't have a weakness. When you look at the Dodgers no organization, weakness. No weakness. They, they have no weakness. Even the Yankees, for years, when they were outspending everybody, yeah. they still had... Their weakness was developmental. They didn't develop talent. Mm-hmm. They just they bought ours. The other twenty nine teams is their minor league system. Yes. That's what they did. They've we, only won when one. is this player free agent? Only, We're get I know him. it sounds silly to say the Indians and Guardians fans, but with as much money as the Yankees have spent, they've won one World Series since yeah, but how, yes. have they how many times they missed the playoffs? I mean you pay for no, competitiveness. The, you pay for competitiveness. Yes, you know no what? doubt. That's a good question. I'd like to know but, how many times the Guardians and the Yankees have made the playoffs but, since two thousand. The Mets have consistently had a high payroll and often yep. not made the playoffs. Right. Now, the Cubs have consistently. The had Mets high are doing it differently now, though. The Mets are doing it differently now. They used to just waste blindly, just yes, write that but check, their write payroll's that check. Still very high. But the moves mm-hmm. that they've made, like you know, it, quite frankly, they've used the Guardians as yeah. their their the two two of their key acquisitions are. Former Indians. Were their farm league. Yeah, I mean, you got Carrasco, who's got 16 wins. Yeah, and Lindor. And Lindor, who's finally Frankie Lindor again. Mm -hmm. Now, we also benefited greatly from that trade. Sure. Jimenez is a gold glove second baseman who's been probably second or third in our team MVP voting. We're nowhere nowhere close to where we are right now without Jimenez. And and you can look at the shortstop, too. Rosario is the same thing. I think they should try to extend this offseason, which I doubt they will. But, but, uh, it's rare that a trade of that magnitude ends up being great for, for both, both teams. teams. And it, and it You're has. Right. But um, uh, to, the, to the point of picking the team, I actually, you know, what's funny is before this season, I don't think any of us would have picked the guard. I wouldn't have. No. Right? No. Zero percent. It seemed like they, we knew they were heading in the right direction, but it seemed like they were further away. This felt like a rebuild yeah, to me. And, and even though baseball, unlike the other sports, you don't have to be the best team to win, it's also... If the Cavs can get to the point where they're the best team and the Browns can get to the point where they're the best team, then you're more confident that they can win as opposed mm-hmm. to the Guardians yeah. if they're well, the best team. Because t- the truth is that the best run by the Guardians, of course, was 2016. And they had no business going to the World Series that year with all the injuries they had. None. Right. Tom Hamilton said it yesterday. I've been saying it for a while. When Tom said it, I felt totally vindicated because yeah. I've been saying it. Meanwhile, in 2017, they were the best team. And they got they lost after winning those first two to the Yankees, winning that great second game where they won an extra innings, and then they got swept. They haven't won a playoff game since. So the best, you know, you could be the best team, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I would agree with you guys. In the end, I would go with the Guardians. I, you know what? As y'all were sitting there talking yeah. about baseball, I had an opportunity to go through my mind and figure out what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, so that worked out well for me. Uh, like yeah. that. Now, Surprise use of the time. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. so, uh, I'm, I'm going to go surprising here. I'm going to go with the Cavs. Um, because from what I know about the NBA is if you got the best few players, you got an opportunity to win nine times out of 10. And I think the Cavs are uniquely positioned at a point where their players are very young and the league is getting older and older. You know, KD mentioned something at his press conference or the next press conference. And he said, you know, why did you come back? You thought you weren't coming back. And he said, well, you know, I'm getting older, you know, like, you know, I felt like they was going to bring back our, our, you know, Kyrie and some other pieces 
So I, I, I felt like this is the best place to just stay. And you look around the league, Anthony Davis injuries, you look at LeBron is getting older. Um, these guys, those, th that level of star is getting to a mm -hmm. point where now you've got the young guys like Mobley. And you're like, if Mobley takes a step, and you already had Darius Garland take that step, and now you got Donovan Mitchell, and you have these pieces and parts, I'm looking at it like from a point where I can foresee them, them this year going far. If the Atlanta Hawks make the Eastern Conference Finals, this team is, is 10 times better than that team. Now, obviously, it's kind of difficult because you have a lot of different things going on um, in the Eastern Conference. The teams are better, and, and, and we talked about how stacked they are, but the, the acquisition of, of Donovan Mitchell put the Cavs on a different level where now they have legitimately two stars and you got a young piece that comes up, that's coming up that could be better than both of them. Um, so for me, I go with the Cavs by a slim margin over the Browns because I know in the NFL, if you got the quarterback, you, 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 you got a it. chance, you yeah. got a shot, mm -hmm. but we don't know what he's going to be like. Let me ask you a question because you touch on something that's really interesting. You talk about the league and its superstars are aging. I don't know the answer to this. I'll just open it up to you guys. I can't imagine there is a team in the NBA with, if, if they were to have an all-star game tomorrow and you had to be under 26 to play in it. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I think it's the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. No yep. doubt. Yep. I think we're so all excited about the Cavs. So keep this group together. Yes. Add some veteran leadership. Right now, I, th I think comes from Kevin Love. You know, he's that R guy this Ricky year. Ricky Rubio. Right. Yep. You've got those guys, but... I think you're onto something because if they can keep that core talent group together, I don't see why they can't age and improve and be that team that can be favored to win a title. Yeah. Here's my only thing about the Cavs. There's two reasons why I had the Cavs third. And so you got the Browns over the Guardians. I got the Browns. Cavs. I got Guardians, Browns, Cavs. Wow. Same. Um, <clears throat> Here's the only reason I got the Cavs third is because they're the least proven of the three. Mm -hmm. Now, we can say the Browns are unproven. Certainly, they're unproven with Deshaun Watson. But at least this coach has won a playoff game. They've won a playoff game with this coach. Yeah. Uh, we know about the Guardians, obviously. The Cavs haven't won anything. And their best player, or their best player at the moment, we'll see eventually if Mobley's their best player, but their best player at the moment is new to the team. Yeah. Same thing with the Browns. Um, but How's he going to fit in? Right. And here's the only thing I'm concerned about when it comes to winning a championship that we don't know yet. As good as all these guys are, and I love them, and they have six top 100 players, and what if Jared Allen's like 52? You're, he, if he's up two spots, you have four top 50 players. However, they don't have any top 10 players. Is that yeah, fair? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that Who's the last team right. to win NBA title at a top 10 player? I, I couldn't name it. That's a very <sighs> good point. Name That's it, a very good point. Golden State, Miami, the Milwaukee, the Cavs, all, you the know, last the, Cavs. Was the Pistons back in like 2004 with Chauncey Billups and Rip Hamilton. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. I, yeah. Because the, the, ra when be. the ra when the Raptors won, no, they had Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Spurs they had Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah. Right, like who the late the Lakers before that it was Shaq and Kobe. It's a league that's that dominated Celtics, by superstars. It is the Celtics with KG Pierce and Allen. None of those three may have been top ten. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, but if they weren't, they were top fifteen. They, or top they combine into one. And there were three of them. They combine into one great player. Maybe really. none of those individually <laughs> were top ten at that point, but they probably yeah. all three were they're, top. They're, certainly, uh, certainly Pierce and, and Garnett. Garnett, were yeah, they, they were Hall of Famers. The last team with legit superstars, the 04 Pistons, though. Yeah, Chauncey Billups was an all-star. And that was, you know what? You can argue that that's a different era. I mean, that was tw right. 20 so I, years so ago. So we yeah. don't know if you can win without a top 10 player. No. Now, the Cavs have three clear top 30 players. I right? would top agree with that. 40 players. Yeah, I would agree with that. And Which those guys are all – Do you think could emerge as a top 10 player? I, I think Mobley's the best shot, right? I think because as a rookie, he was already, I thought, without being an expert at it, honestly – I thought he was already elite defensively, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I would give you that. If he Absolutely. wasn't elite, he was borderline elite. As a rookie at, what, 19? Yeah. So, his if offensive game... If he turns into game, Tim Duncan like people think he can... Right, his offensive game is going to develop. It will. He's already great defensively. He's, a, he's good on the glass. He has the toughness, I think. He'll bulk up a little bit. He'll get a little bigger as he matures. Right. And if, if he can get to the point where he's scoring, tw you know, 22, 23 more of a dominant presence on the offensive end, I think he could eventually be a top 10 player. And if he is, then the Cavs have a great chance to win a championship. I know we're going to get inter internet reaction in a second. Yeah. I don't know if you guys discussed this yesterday because I was out. 
Did you guys talk about LeBron's tweet over the weekend uh -huh. at all yesterday? No. And what do we make of that? Um, what was it? So he tweeted, he asked a question. I'll look for it. Which one are you talking about? He, he tweeted Saturday. I can't believe you guys didn't see it. It was Saturday. huge. He said, yo, just asking, do I have eligibility oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. left as in another sport? Oh, I did see that. And, yeah, right. and so a buddy of mine, I, I wasn't sure. I, I thought, what's he, what's he talking because about? Because of the J.R. Smith a, thing? A, a, yeah. <laughs> well, a buddy of mine instantly texted me and said, if I know the rules, he does. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that he wants to go play tight end at Ohio State while his son is on the basketball team there. Oh, my that is God. so funny. That's crazy. Did you ever see the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> yes, uh -huh. of course. Yeah. Uh, Can he get uh, that off? Uh, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Um, and now, my son is a Division One track and right. field coach. He knows the recruiting rules inside so what do you and out. Think? When I asked him about it, he goes, you know, as far as I know, he does have eligibility left. Mm -hmm. That clock. There's no age cap. Right. And that clock doesn't start ticking yeah. until you step foot on campus. Play 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 on campus. Right. Now he, he couldn't clearly as a basketball player. Sure. But just start thinking about that for a yeah. second. He's got more money than he'll ever need. Yeah. Yep. He's got championships. Jordan took a break to go play baseball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now this effectively <clears throat> if it, if he did it, and this is wild speculation, but if he did it. It effectively would end his NBA career. At least it would be awesome, you know, though. <laughs> but could you imagine seeing LeBron James? You know, he had over a thousand receiving yards. Yeah. At Akron St. Vincent St. Mary, I believe his junior year. Yeah, before I don't he know stopped Don't you think? Yeah, LeBron, a half a century ago. It uh -huh. was, but but he's he's I still know. an he's athlete. LeBron. Don't he's LeBron. you think that LeBron could have been great at any sport? I yes. I do. Almost yeah. any sport. I do. His right? his athleticism. Maybe is, not as a jockey. Baseball is kind of hard. He might bro. not have been better. I, or a golfer. Yeah. Or a golfer. I think LeBron hard. is the greatest athlete we've ever seen, in yep. my opinion. Now, it depends, I guess, how you define yeah, the word that's, athlete. That's a big discussion. That's a but, big mm -hmm. discussion. I think he, if, if you want to say, of, of all the team sport players ever, I think he's the greatest athlete. Yeah. Ever. It, I think it's hard to compare him against track it guys. It is hard. It but, is. You know. This feels a little bit like LeBron. That tweet feels a little bit like. Yeah. Um, just I feel people. like nobody's been talking about Yeah, look about at me. me. I'm yeah. over here. I, I thought the same yeah. thing. But, and I don't know if he's serious, but LeBron is just nutty enough yeah. to where maybe if, if – But why would like, he have to go to college anyway? There'd be NFL teams that would sign him. Don't you think – yeah, there probably would. But he's asking specifically about college. Let's hang out with his kid. Because like, I think like he Rodney wants to go to college yeah. with Literally with like Rodney like, Dangerfield. Like, I think he, he, could buy a whole dorm, to, he could buy a whole dorm and build a, a complex. <laughs> he literally, <laughs> literally, it would be called the James <laughs> yeah. Dorm, and Bronny and LeBron would live yes. there. That's good. I was and saying about how State needed more money for the athletic programs. That would help. <laughs> Just some food for thought. Something and, to think about. I, he hasn't really said anything or tweeted yeah. about it since. That's funny. But that's yeah. wild. We got a Didi. So before we do a Didi, we got to get to what the internet says about that exact question. Oh, Whenever okay. we tell you what the internet says, it's brought to us by PCC Airfoils. Mm. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at eight. Shut up, Minerva! Plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Oh, All right, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Let's go. We, easily, we no. easily give Minerva the most shout-outs that Minerva Love has Minerva. ever got. Ever. Ever. Yeah, they you don't know anybody from Minerva. No, I don't even know where that is. Never met But them. I'm happy that they – You grew up here and you don't know where it is. No, I have no idea. Exist. I've always heard of it. I thought it was like a rumor. So I don't have to feel bad. <laughs> that no. It exists. PCC, I know. they know. So yeah. real quick, we asked the internet the same question we just discussed. Let's take tag word full here. Which Cleveland team is the closest to winning a championship and why? And we got a bunch of answers, so we'll run through them real quick. You got three answers. The internet had opinions? They did, and the okay. why was important here. The first one is from Sir Yacht. He says, the Guardians, anyone can make a run in the playoffs. Cavs and Browns will probably need more time to gel with their new acquisitions. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Good logic. Great point, Yacht. Good logic, Sir Yacht. Supreme Mugwump mm -hmm. says the Browns because after eight more games, Deshaun Watson is their quarterback. Yeah, but what if, they're, said. what if they're four and seven? Well, that's Are you questioning the intelligence says. of Supreme Mugwump? <laughs> <laughs> well, based on that avatar, yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, next, this is from Good Beast. The Cavs, people think we're good. I don't think they realize just how good. Very few flaws on this team. The advantages, positives, more than make up for those flaws. And last but not least, this is from Mike 
a full Ooh. scouting report here. Good, it says like Guardians that. without question. First series at, at home, hitters that don't strike out, A-plus defense, A-plus base running, two stud starters, a lockdown bullpen, and the best manager in baseball. That's a recipe for postseason success. They have what it takes to he, go all the way. Mike wins that competition if it was one. Dang, bro. I agree. He made all the right points. The it, lockdown bullpen, I'd say three quality starters, right. but certainly two. Mm-hmm. The best manager in baseball, and they play playoff-style baseball. They run. They go first to third. Yeah. They do everything that you want a team to be able to do in the playoffs. The only two things headed into the playoffs that would be like, if you were looking at making a column of positives and negatives about the Guardians, the only two negatives I could point to, and there's a whole lot of positives, so I won't repeat them all. The only negatives are not a lot of power. Yeah. And fourth starter. And that's not going to matter in the first round. No, it won't matter in the first round. Yeah. It it will perhaps if you go into a seven-game series. Well, it will either way because if you don't use one, then you go three days rest, and that's yes. a negative. Yeah, that is a negative yeah. for sure. A um, couple of things on the Guardians. First yeah. of all, we got, we got, we got a fear. Okay, we'll, I'll bring we'll it right in. We'll get to it. My biggest fear with the Guardians, the reason why they won't win it if they don't, in my view, it is very difficult for a team to stay absolutely on the edge of playing their best baseball for more than a month. It is hard. Mm-hmm. They are 20 and three, something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. They have played their best baseball at the biggest part of the season. And they've done it for a month now. To ask them to be able to do that through October yep. is very, very difficult. Very few teams can right. do it. The Yankees did it in April and, and May, and they right. fell completely off the cliff. They just got hot again now. They the are end. playing. But, but that's they, what you But now want. the Guardians are playing nine meaningless games, too. I know they are. So it would be hard yeah. for them to judge us, judge them over the yeah. next nine games. Right. But that's my fear. They're going to have to stay on the edge of greatness it's for tough. two months and stuff. Yep. Also, one yeah. last thing before I bring Aditi in. I loved when, when Bally's went to the um, – Locker room celebration on Saturday after the Guardians had clinched the division. And Tito cursed. <laughs> as soon as they perfectly Tito, timed, the first word he drops is an f bomb. It was Beautiful. like he looked back at the camera and said, "We rolling? Yeah, we're on. Yeah. Okay, now." <laughs> I'm sure there were people, so many people clutching their pearls about God forbid anybody shares. Yeah, the I, I hope it. that's not the first time anybody. Yeah. I would have run through a wall for him. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.